1: Hello, loyal listener. Heads up, in a couple weeks, there might be some changes to this pod. Might be a new segment of some sort.
0: I mean, we can't confirm or deny.
1: (laughs) But stay tuned. (laughs) If you like me convincing Sine of things and Sine convincing me of things.
0: Well, keen listeners, listeners of the pod will know that episode 50 that's where we mark a new season
1: Mm, so and look
0: check the number in the podcast you're listening to now guys things might be happening a little sooner than you think
1: excelsior what that is stan lee's catchphrase i think it's more of a Salutation rather than a...
0: Oh, when you rescue him in Lego.
1: Yeah, well, in life. He used to say it all the time.
0: Oh, I thought Mm. it was just a Lego thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to I Only Like You in Movies. I Only Like Sine, my girlfriend. And I love bloody Avengers Infinity War.
0: Me too. What a great movie. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, then I'm going to do a mic drop, but I won't actually drop the mic. Okay. And then I'll come back immediately. All right. Avengers... Infinity War, full title, is the best Avengers movie ever made.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: She's mean, out. She's do, out.
1: <laughs> do you mean as opposed to the first two Avengers or Marvel in general?
0: Um, well, because I'm a little unsure about, like, <laughs> <laughs> whether um, Terry Maguire's, that's not mm. him, is it? The other one, who?
1: No, it is Tobey Maguire. Tobey, yeah. He's Spiderman. He, he was on yeah. stage, and his yeah. life. "Yeah,
0: I'm confused whether that is that. planning Marvel. Well,
1: yeah, there's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is I'm, started with. I mean, the
0: MCU with Iron yeah. Man and Cap and yeah, 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 and whoever else is part right. of the team.
1: So, okay, if you compare any movie based off a Marvel character, yes, that would include. First Spider Man's. Well,
0: no, okay, so I'm not including the first Spider Man's because that change didn't happen until after those movies.
1: Yeah, so from the MCU onwards. Yes. This is your favourite.
0: Yes. Wow. Ever. Okay. Yeah, well, it's impressive. Excellent plot, excellent character development. Every character had their own time. Wasn't too quippy. You know, I mm. hate it when all the characters turn quippy because it's not their true character nature, but. These people work with me in the right amount of way. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. It was okay. wonderful. It was perfect.
1: And as opposed to last week where we talked about Ready Player One, which was kind of like, is it a kid's movie? Is it an action movie? Is it like a dystopian futuristic sort of thing? Oh, why not be everything? <laughs> which is basically what they ended up with. So This one, it was like, it's an intense superhero movie with stakes and it's going to be like this the whole time.
0: Can I just really say, knew what it was going to be. Yeah. I had a little rant on Twitter because people online were being like, "Oh." We don't get any backstory of the characters. They just throw us in there and expect us to figure it out. Yeah, that's a good thing. They mm-hmm. treat you like you're an adult and you have your own brain and can figure out yeah. things on your own. It's not the
1: first movie. It's
0: Also, it's... it's been, like, not that long since Thor Ragnarok. I'm sure you can remember what happened in that. Also, <laughs> who's going to see Avengers Infinity War? Yeah,
1: the 18th or 19th movie. Who has
0: never mm-hmm. seen any of the previous MCU movies, mm-hmm. who has no concept of what they're like as characters... Like, even if you missed, I don't know, Captain America, you understand who that character is as a person. You can handle it. Like, I think it is so nice to get a film that doesn't talk down to its audience. And they're like, hey, here's all the people in this movie. You know what they're about. We don't need to spend any useless Mm -hmm. time on that. We're going to bring them into this film as fully developed, fully formed characters that you know and love. And you'll have all that backstory so you Mm -hmm. can understand where they're going Mm -hmm. to move forward. Also, it shocked me a little bit with the opening scene because I turned to you because I'm so not used, this sounds awful, to being treated intelligently by the MCU (laughs) because they start everything like, once upon a time there was this man named Iron Man. Remember, he's with Pepper. Remember, this is the situation.
1: They end Thor yeah. Ragnarok
0: on the ship, they open this one, mm. everyone's dead. They don't show you the baddies pulling up, they don't show you the battle, it's just that's already happened and we're starting, it reminds me of when you learn writing film at uni and they're like, start your script halfway through the story.
1: Yeah, as late, late as possible. Yeah. Know. It's very much more like Star Wars in that sense, like... Star Wars begins and stuff's happening already. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I loved. Okay, I had a few points to say there, but you covered <laughs> basically everything. Sorry. I was going to reply to something there, but you just spoke for five minutes. That's okay. It's all I right. get
0: passionate about things I like.
1: Yes, to your point about you just being thrown in, well, it's like watching the season two finale of a TV show. Exactly. And being like, I don't understand these characters are. Well, yeah, because you haven't come across it yet. That's, yeah. that's fine. I mean, like, and if you're going to do that, if you're going to come watch this movie because everyone's talking about it and then you're like, I'm not sure I quite get it. But that's not a criticism of the film. No. That's a criticism of your approach to it. Also, and if you, you could watch this movie without knowing who the characters are and still probably enjoy it but realise you're not going to understand, you're like, oh, there's Idris Elba's here, I'm not sure what he's doing, but okay. But then you'd know that oh, I haven't seen the other movies, so I'm not going to get it, right?
0: Also, what a self-absorbed like position to take. Like, I'm not going to watch all the other films, but I'm going to say this movie was so confusing because I couldn't come into it. Like, mm-hmm. if this was me and I hadn't seen any other MCU thing, yeah, I'd be like, I don't really understand, but what I'm going to do is do some research on my own mm. and read some things and check yeah. so I can understand it a bit better. Yeah,
1: I'm going to watch the last Harry Potter film and then be upset when I don't understand exactly. all the character relationships. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. But I reckon you could still probably enjoy this movie because it was kind of cool. You could appreciate who Thanos was mm-hmm. just from this movie, even though he was like in the other ones, like cameos. We didn't really see him until
0: I don't remember him in those films really much, apart from him being on a throne with um, Karen Gilligan.
1: Yeah, the, the space toilet and everyone feels it.
0: <laughs> but, like, you don't need to have development of Thanos before you come into this film.
1: This because is it's, a, it's in within the film, his
0: This backstory. is the best villain, mm-hmm. I think, that the MCU's ever had. The,
1: Loki. He's kind of...
0: I am not on board with the Loki-love-hate relationship. I could not give an F about that character, right? I said it. Turn off, go on, switch off the pod. Point is, Thanos has a complete backstory. He's a fully fleshed-out villain. He's got um, conflicting interests and goals. He has a personal stake in what he's trying to achieve. And what I really liked is that he didn't really care... About the Avengers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was an antagonist focused on his goal.
1: Well, he was a protagonist in his own story. Exactly. So people said that. So
0: he was on his way to his own mm. goal and he only cared about the Avengers or that group only in terms of how they impacted his journey and trajectory mm. to get to his goal, which makes so much sense because there are so many other films where this big bad guy comes and all of a sudden they're really, really concerned with, like, Spider-Man, this 17-year-old kid mm-hmm. and something. I thought the way that they approached it, he was able, Thanos was able to just, like, bat people around, not, not dealing with you. I'm not going to come back and kill you because I don't really care that much. I don't care enough to kill you. You can be alive doing your own thing. Mm-hmm. I only care enough if you stop me from getting what I want.
1: Yeah. It'd be like us not caring about the fly that's, exactly. bother- that's bothering us.
0: But yeah. by doing that, they make Thanos more powerful. Mm -hmm. I got a greater sense of his power and sort of the hierarchy that he was above all of these um, other characters, more from him not having a battle with them than if we had a huge battle and, you know, uh, Mm. I don't know, he killed everybody really gruesomely or something like that. Less is more is what I'm saying. Mm
1: -hmm. I agree with you. I think it's one of the best, certainly the best Avengers movie, I reckon. And it's up quite up there with the other MCU and Marvel movies generally. And it was interesting how they were able to juggle all the characters. Because that's one of the big um, worries going into it, that not every character or not every storyline was going to get enough attention. Probably not enough Captain America, or Black Widow, or Hulk even. But, I don't know how, thinking back ten years ago, You'd think back to think forward to now and be like, go into the galaxy here. No one had any idea who they were. Yeah. Spider Man's here, Doctor Strange is here, and they're hanging out with Iron Man, and it all works really well together. Black Panther also probably didn't get enough in this movie, but.
0: Well, the thing is, though, it's not a story about. I don't know. It's not a story about Wakanda's.
1: Wakanda served its purpose. It's not about Wakanda, this movie. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I'm just using that as an example. It's mm-hmm. not about their fight against Thanos. It's about Thanos' goal and then how the Avengers are all going to come together mm. to help each other and support each other in preventing that, yeah. you know? And I feel like in that sense, character development isn't the most important thing for the heroes, because you have enough, you understand oh, yeah. what they're trying to do. And they've
1: been developed in other movies. Exactly, yeah. and you
0: already know who they are. I do think Bucky was probably underutilised a little bit in this film. It's like, oh, hey, Bucky's here, nothing ever again. Mm. But I feel okay about that because I think that'll be addressed in subsequent movies. Um,
1: but it still works on its own movie. It's not just yeah leaving everything to the next movie. So some stuff was. I remember thinking towards the end, was getting quite close to the end. You could feel the movie was about to finish. You're like, not much time left for the heroes to win here. And then, oh, yep, no, they're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a brave ending for a blockbuster movie.
0: So we'll talk. Okay, let's talk about that for a bit. So I understand I'm not the most well-versed person in comic book things. And everyone who's listening to this is probably going to laugh at me. Yeah. I didn't realize that people were supposed to die in this film. Because I do my best to not watch trailers mm. or watch any, read anything online about, yeah. like, expectations for the next film because I don't like to be spoiled. So I didn't know that everyone was going to die. And because I didn't know that, I was quite confused at the end because when Thanos clicked his fingers and then we got transported and his glove was all burnt... I got really confused about whether that worked or not because I was like, Mm. I don't know, for some reason I saw like a destroyed glove and I went, oh, okay, it didn't work for some reason. And then because I was so caught up in that, I didn't understand that the characters that were turning to dust, that they were actually dying. And because of that, I think partly was I was really caught up in saying they can't do this, that can't happen that I didn't experience the emotion, but now re-watching it and thinking about it, hearing little Spidey's Mr. Stark makes him want to ball for like 10 hours mm-hmm. because he knew what was happening and Tony knew but he couldn't do anything mm. and, oh, my God, that's an excellent ending. I just wish that I'd known to sort of expect that so I could have experienced the emotions in the moment a bit better.
1: Okay. Well, he see it again. He'll be able to. Yeah. Appreciate it. The English of the glove was burnt because it had been used rather than. Yes. Wasn't.
0: I understand that it now. It's just.
1: And it took time for the, everyone to well, half everyone to die. That's why it yeah. didn't happen. Just like with the flash or something.
0: Excellent moment when he went back time to get Vision Stone. Mm. That was so. Ah, oh, that was just incredible.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that everyone in the movie or everyone, most people in the movie, had a choice between the like the greater good and. Their relationship with someone, yep. a loved one,
0: yeah,
1: and Thanos was the only one who made the the greater good call mm-hmm. when he killed Gamora. Hopefully,
0: which I was so yeah, shocked by. With also, I think that's the only question I asked you when Red Skull turned up. Who it was? Mm. So I'm confused with where that is. Is that on another planet? Mm. Is Red Skull like alive, or is he like a presence? How did he know about the stones? Like.
1: Well, he. When he was in the first movie, he was finding the stones in the first Captain America movie, the Tesseract. Yeah. It was his grand plan to collect the stones like Thanos. And at the end of that movie he got like zapped into the stone oh, and that's no one right. no one knew where he went, ended up. He ended up on this planet as mm. a sort of
0: mm.
1: guardian spirit of the last kind soul like a stone. Grim
0: Reaper almost.
1: Kind of yeah, Dementor sort of. Yeah. But I think it was the kind of thing that yeah, whether the stones have like power and they transported him there, and mm. as like punishment for something, mm. and now he's like you know doomed to live out his life protecting or advising people on how to use that stone. I don't know. Could I? I guess you, if you think that the stones have some sort of agency or power themselves, if they're so intelligent, you would accept that maybe. But mm. or it's just like a cruel twist of fate. He ended up there, and then. Somehow he's got the knowledge about the soul stone, but he—he he, he certainly wasn't alive, was he? In the well, sense, no, yeah, so I think he was some was sort of. Yeah, I, I would entity. assume that the stones have done that to him. Yeah.
0: Should we talk about like the minimal problems, problems in inverted commas with this film? Um. I didn't realize this until we watched a YouTube video afterwards, but Elizabeth Olsen's character, as Wanda Scarlet Witch. She's supposed to have an accent. She's Russian.
1: <laughs> she, uh, she's, yeah, what was it? Sokovian from the first so, okay, movie. Okay, sorry, Sokovian. I guess we're supposed to assume she spent so much time with the Avengers in America over the last five years or so that she's lost her accent. Completely
0: lost her accent. Is like a valley girl accent?
1: Apparently. I know they've hinted at their relationship in the past, but it has got, like, full into it this way, you not they, Her and Vision?
0: Yeah, one... yeah.
1: That's from the comics. so it's, I know it's yeah, from the comics, but... and
0: they set it up in previous films as well. I really didn't like the age gap, though, um, especially when in 2018 we're becoming more aware of, like, I don't know, this kind of stuff and the imbalance of power between men and women. Hmm. It's just a classic, like, Hollywood thing where she's, like, you know, in her 20s and he's she, he's almost 50. It's just weird to me that they're together. I know. And... It felt a bit yucky.
1: Also, it's kind of strange that he could, like, I know, I know why, because of have got cast and stuff, but he could transform himself to look like anyone, but he makes himself look like a 40-year-old Paul Bettany. Yeah. In the, <laughs> why not make himself look like a 30-year-old Paul Bettany? I saw someone online say this the other day, it was interesting to have a Spider-Man or Spider-Man in a movie mm. without making his love interest a massive part of it. Mm-hmm. He was just Spider-Man, wasn't he? He was just himself. Like Civil War, I guess, as well. It was
0: a little bit because he was trying to prove himself still, but he sort of did prove himself with... ah, this... oh, the suit was so cool! <laughs> yeah, the it Iron was Spider. was awesome! Yeah.
1: But you think back to all the solo Spider-Man movies over the years, it's basically been about... Him dealing with the girl and also yeah. fighting a villain, and in this one he just was part of the team, which is cool.
0: Yeah, it's
1: amazing that he is in these movies when it wasn't going to
0: happen for so long. Yeah, I feel like the, he worked so well with the, all the other characters because they were so strong in themselves. Like mm. I found, especially with Ragnarok, like we've been quite vocal about how we didn't like that film.
1: All we the, liked it, but like there are parts of it that didn't quite stick, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like... Well,
0: to me, all the characters mm. kind of morphed to be the same. Yeah, yeah. The same really That's clever, true. quippy guys who always had something to, right to say. In this film, they kept the characters who were meant to be quippy as quippy. They kept Spider-Man's, mm-hmm. like, awkwardness. They kept Doctor Strange, like, his intenseness about, you know, mm-hmm. this is what's happening. Um, and I don't know. It was – they did a really good job of having each individual character – come from it from their unique perspectives and then just see what happened when a character like this and a character Mm. like that interacted rather than trying to write a scene that's going to be funny and then changing your characters to fit that, you know, Mm. what you want from the plot. Another thing that was truly terrible about this film was the CGI of Hulk's little, Mark's little floating head just in the background (laughs) above everybody.
1: In the machine, in the machine, in the Iron Man thing.
0: It was horrible. Did they get like the intern to work on CG? Like they had the good people on CG for Thanos and everybody.
1: No, I've read about that. Apparently, it's because it takes so long and mm. so much money to do all that. Sometimes in these movies, that some of the CGI gets left behind. Right. But yeah, they probably did the best they could, but yeah, didn't look great, did it? <laughs> uh, who was your favorite? Character slash moment with the character. I want to go with Drax, Mm. and when he was looking, he's been there for an hour. Mm -hmm. Remember that was funny. When? When um, Peter Quill and Gamora are kissing, oh yeah, and they look over. How long you been there? (laughs) Been here an hour.
0: My favorite part was when Groot and Captain America met, (laughs) and Groot said, "I am Groot." And Steve put his hand on his heart, so earnest American hero, saying, I am Steve Rogers. (laughs) Best moment of the film for me. Best moment Uh, of the film. So good. Did you read about Groot? Did you read about Groot? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. What were his last words tonight?
0: His last words to Rocket were, Dad! Oh, Groot. He saw Rocket as his dad Mm -hmm. because he was a little... A little sprink. teenage yeah. Groot. Guys.
1: Probably sees the other Guardians as father figures or, like, family figures. Well, they
0: hinted at that at the post-credits scene of Guardians when... Yeah, he's in his... He's in his teenage. room. Yeah, yeah, it's messy and mm. um, Cole comes in <laughs> and tries to get him to clean it up and stuff.
1: Okay, quickly. Yeah. Your theories for the next movie.
0: Okay, so Dr. Strange knows what he's doing, right? Sure. Because he went through all those possibilities mm-hmm. and there was one that he won yeah
1: he went to his mind palace and had <laughs> circle
0: hands lots of circle hands still <laughs> in the film um so i think obviously he had to know that giving the stone would have a better outcome than the rest because he's seen how it's supposed to happen and he tried to sort of like uh placate tony and be like hey it's all G, I know what's going on mm-hmm. the other thing is they're obviously not going to kill off all the characters. Like, some of those characters are going to have to come back. We know that there's a new Spidey coming out yeah. next year or something. Um, they're not going to get rid of anybody in Wakanda because that movie did so well. How great was it to see Wakanda again? I felt like I was coming home. I was like, "Hey guys. <laughs> how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Although, no Lupita, but, you know, kind mm. of everything. Where was she? Oh, She was
1: in a role, was she?
0: No, I don't think so. It's mm. on a holiday.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I don't know is my answer to that. I don't know what's going to happen mm. because I don't, I don't I don't know the comics or anything.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I haven't read the comics but I've, I've read about in the sort of inspired story that uh, what what inspired this series of movies. I've got an idea of where it might be going, but there are rumors that it could be like time travel involved or it could be something else involved similar.
0: Well, my question is Do the stones still work? Because they had their thing together and the glove burnt because, yeah, it's done its job. Can you take the stones out of that now and can they still have powers separately? Like if Doctor Strange Mm. got his stone back, could he still do his time thing?
1: Yeah, I don't think... Well, the stones are supposed to be like the building blocks of the universe sort of thing. I don't think they'd just be used up after one go.
0: Yeah.
1: Might take some time to use it. That gauntlet might not be able to be used again though, so... I need another
0: glove. Mm. You know what? After doing my ethics stuff, I think Thanos is a utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Greatest, greatest good, good for the greatest number.
1: There's not enough it's just not enough resources really? to go around, so let's cull some people. Cull some
0: or... people, so then the rest of the people can have a happy full life.
1: Mm.
0: That's weird. It's sort of based in logic. Mm. That's the thing about Thanos' the motive. is yeah, like, a
1: twisted logic to it, yeah. Yeah,
0: but you can un- understand where he's coming from, I guess. Mm. Can we talk briefly about um, Peter Dinklage? Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of people online saying they didn't like his part in the film.
1: It's fine to me.
0: I thought it was fine. I actually really liked the take that they did on dwarfs. And, the giant
1: and dwarf is awesome.
0: had it there. He must get sick of playing little dwarves in the story every single role that he does. So what a cool way to sort of, like, turn it on its head. I thought that was really, really cool.
1: The only problem might be is that we see Pierre Dinklage, not the new character that he's supposed to be. Well, I didn't mind it. I thought he was fine. To be honest,
0: I don't see Tony Stark anymore. I just see Robert Downey Jr. So if we're going to get through there, like down that road, none of them are their characters because they've been around for so long. But what do you think about Loki? Do you reckon he's dead?
1: Yeah, they they talked about this on the Empire podcast about Avengers and Infinity War. I reckon he's dead, but if they want to do some tricky stuff in like Thor 5 or something, they could perhaps
0: mm.
1: bring him back. I I get a feeling, you know, talking about industry sort of stuff, that Tom Hiddleston's done with Loki. I think so, so too.
0: There's not much else you can go with that character, is so. there? No, and
1: he's like, he's died before and he's come back and he's been alive and he's been good and he's been bad.
0: Like, he kind of done everything.
1: Yeah. Unless there was some reason in the future to bring him back or, Mm. you know, maybe a cameo in the next movie if they go back in time or something could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I believe he's dead.
0: How great was it when Heimdall? Yeah. Oh, his last moment. Actually, you know what we haven't spoken about? The sort of lesser villains under Thanos.
1: Mm, Particularly
0: creepy Voldemort Mm. guy.
1: Ebony Moore, I think oh, was. Oh,
0: he was so creepy. I mean,
1: that was good, weren't they? I loved the whole fight in um, in Central Park, or not, to, not Central Park, just New York. Mm. Where they all came. Yeah, yeah it was that was cool. awesome. And I saw someone else on line say that very much like the comics, where there's like a, a big thing happening and Spidey just swings in. Yeah. It was so cool.
0: It, I also kind of liked it because it set up really well, like, the struggles that that the heroes would face working together. Mm. It was like Doctor Strange had a different method of how he wanted to handle that situation mm. to what Iron Man did, you know, um, and Spidey. And, and Hulk was there and he couldn't Hulk out, mm. like that kind of stuff. It was really interesting.
1: I like how they've maintained that like, Tony Stark's supposed to be the most intelligent person. He has all these suits and whatever that makes him a superhero. But also, like, he is fighting with a wizard against aliens and he ends up on a different planet in the movie. Mm. Mm -hmm. Like, he has to roll with it, but Pirium's kind of like, what have I got myself into? Yeah, yeah. And why can't I protect people, you know?
0: Just in terms of, like, what we were talking about before, about character development and that it threw Mm. you into this film, even small things in this film, like when Nebula was being deconstructed by Thanos Mm. to... Torture. Yeah. You understood immediately when Gamora went to see her all of their backstory as sisters, and all of the troubles that they'd had in the previous movies and everything, mm. which lent more weight to why Gamora, you know, whether she would lie about the location or whether she would tell the truth.
1: Yes, because yeah, they've been building that, that two movies
0: basically. Exactly. About all yeah, but that's such a small moment in this film, mm. but it was executed so perfectly because it tr- it trusted <laughs> us that we'd already that we would understand. Mm. It trusted us that we would understand what was going on in the film because we'd seen the others or we understood what was happening. It didn't waste time giving us exposition. Yeah.
1: Which a episode of a series in its like season two finale yeah. shouldn't probably waste time. So why just not?
0: quickly, you said that originally this was going to be a part one, part two.
1: Oh, they're going to be called Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2. Right, okay. So the next one is it's basically, and you can see why in the movies it's two sort of stories, but this is a yeah. complete story now. So
0: Yeah, with an open ending so that they could yes. do something at the end. And it's
1: like kind of a cliffhanger, and you know there's another movie coming, but if this was the last movie, you'd be like, well, shit, lost won.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch this again. Honestly, mm. it was so good. Mm. And I... I'm not the hugest superhero fan, like I yeah. didn't really watch these things before you and I got together.
1: Yeah, and you go see them, and then you sort of forget about adventure.
0: They're not, you know, as much in my consciousness mm. as other films that I mm. see. That's just a personal thing because I'm not really drawn to mm. comic books. Um, but I can't wait to see this movie again. Honestly, I, you know what? I was kind of weaseling out of it at the beginning of the pod. I'm gonna say it now. This pod's convinced me. This is the best superhero movie ever made. <laughs>
1: Have forgotten Dark Knight?
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. It's
1: different superheroes, I guess. Different superheroes. Different it's, styles. Yeah.
0: It's an excellent film.
1: This is unashamedly a superhero movie. Well, The Dark Knight is basically a action thriller film noir sort with the yeah. superhero in it. But, yes, sure.
0: But also I feel like it is a superhero movie, this movie, mm. but it's so much more than a superhero movie. Like mm. it's an intelligent superhero movie. Yeah, it's not all, smashy all these, smashy.
1: All these people who are, you know, think they're too good for it. I think they're really. I mean, I don't have to like it. Obviously, not compulsory. But if you're shutting yourself off from this series just because you think you're too good for it, mm. I reckon give it a go. It leads up to a really great finale at this stage, doesn't it?
0: I think it'll be one of those cases where in twenty years we'll all look back at these movies and go, "We were a bit harsh on them when they came out." Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're a bit. Um, Maybe even us, when we look back at Ragnarok, we'll be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Well, although I maintain that it was. Because in this movie, they just undo everything that happened in Ragnarok anyway, and it's basically not part of the canon. Where's, so, like... Valkyrie? Oh, where's... don't even... Yeah.
1: Well, didn't undo it, though. It just sort of... Well...
0: They gave him back his eye.
1: That's true.
0: Immediately, and went to find him a hammer. Because <laughs> he needed yeah, a new hammer.
1: That's a good point. My problem with Ragnarok was that it didn't treat... Moments that should have been serious, as serious. They turned everything into a joke.
0: turned everything into a joke, so then nothing was Mm. serious. It'd be
1: like in this movie, everyone dies, and then Tony Stark's like, oh, well, okay, Start again, or something like that. And they hit a little fart joke at the end. Yeah. That's what Reden Rock was like to me. Yeah. So it's funny as a comedy, but as a... As part of it. As a serious movie. Serious movie, yeah.
0: Well, also, it has consequences. All of these films have consequences for the other films, and I think it was quite arrogant of people making that film that they could make their own standalone thing and didn't think about the consequences to any other movie. Anyway, this isn't an I Hate Ragnarok part two. This is an I love Avengers Affinity War. Can't wait to see it again. I will give it five stars out of five stars. Yeah,
1: me too. Great movie. Let's go see it again.
0: Can we – is it going to be movie of the week soon? Maybe we can go see it for movie of the week. Yeah.
1: we you go see it on one of our free tickets you'll give us. If you want to give us free tickets to movies. <laughs> That'd be great.
0: <laughs> How cool would that be if mm. like we were a much pop- more popular podcast. We could do like a Kickstarter and you guys mm. could like vote for movies that you want us to go see.
1: If you get good enough as a film reviewer you could get screenings Compt- and stuff anyway. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll work on that. In the meantime, <laughs> thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you, bye.
1: Well, I won't because I'll be dead by then. Because then my car us die.
0: Did you go online? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I survived, actually. Did I you? didn't. No. Oh, okay, bye. It's me. <laughs> See ya. Shh, she's dust now. Shh. All right, now Simee's gone. I can tell you what I really think about her. I'm still here. Oh.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50